You came to this video probably because you'd like to become a billionaire. You also probably recognized all the faces on my thumbnail other than two. Those two are Stan Velinsky and Jason Creighton. They're the founders of Discord. What I've learned is there is a clear path to becoming a billionaire. And once you take the certain steps that you need to take, you too can become a billionaire. And I'm going to walk you through that because it's taken me 78 years, but I figured it out. And I'm on that path right now. And I want to bring you along with me so that you can duplicate what I'm about to achieve. I'm going to become a billionaire. I made that decision. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. There are 2,700 billionaires globally. And the question is, how did they become a billionaire and you and I didn't? The answer is they decided they could do it. And that is the biggest roadblock that most of us have in front of us is we don't believe it can happen to us. We don't believe we have the abilities that they have to become a billionaire. But the reality is we do. And the biggest blockade that we have to becoming a billionaire lives in our head. It's what I call my unwanted roommate. It is that person, that being, that whatever you want to call it, I call an unwanted roommate, who tells you, you, you can't do that. Uh, you're not worthy. You, you can't do that. I grew up believing that my mother didn't love me. And then I believed that my stepmother didn't love me. And it took my wife to convince me that I was worthy of love and that I could say those words, those words that I just fought and I, ne I love you. That was a blockade. I wasn't worthy. I and every endeavor I incurred, I wanted to overcome. I didn't want to join. I didn't want to be a part of. I didn't want to share. I wanted to overcome. So I had to overcome this unwanted roommate in my head. And what I did was go back in my life and determine that there were 10 days that created Kerry Grinkmar, 10 days in the first 14 years of his life that made him who he is and what he would be. The number one day in my life happened on May the 3rd in 1953. It was my older brother's birthday, and we went to the hospital for the first time to visit my mother. My mother was dying of cancer. I didn't know that. I was an eight-year-old boy. As we stood in the the uh, hospital room, my brother got more and more irritated because it was his birthday, and mom wasn't recognizing that it was his birthday, and he got angry. And I made some snide little remark, and he slammed my head against the wall, and I started crying. And my father said, get them out of here. Let's get down. You go to the car, boys. You're upsetting your mother. And my mother said, no, they're not upsetting me. I want to see Carrie cry. That crushed me. I carried that for some 70 years. And then I figured out there were 10 days in my life that made my character. Roughly seven months later, my father came to Cincinnati, Ohio, and told me that, and my brother, that our mother had died. I didn't cry. 
I have never cried because she didn't love me. I didn't care. My older brother cried. My father was weeping. I asked if I could go out and play. That was the second most important day in my life. And until I reconciled that, until I understood that in the other eight days that formed my character, I didn't have a chance. I could only go so far, and then I would self-destruct. But once I put that behind me, and once I understood who Kerry is, why he is the way he is, the ultimate one day in my life happened on December the 26, 2014, when my daughter died of cancer, who believed that she was the reincarnation of my mother. And if she could get past her 29th birthday when my mother died, she would be okay. And she did, but she died at age 42 of cancer, the same disease that killed my mother. And she left behind a boy eight years old. My grandson, Aiden, I was eight years old. He was eight years old. What the hell is God doing to me? We had a separation of ways, God and I. You can't do this to me. What kind of God are you that would hurt me this way? I had to figure it out. That's when I went back and figured out, who is Carrie? Who you are. Find happiness by discovering who you are and why you are you. That's the book I wrote. After I wrote that book, I realized I was capable of being loved. I got rid of that roommate in my head, and I set out to share my knowledge and my experience and my love with the rest of the people in this world, and I created a YouTube channel three years ago. I've got it on the verge of becoming a million-dollar business. I went to a gathering called FinCon this last week in Orlando, Florida, and I met uh, 2,000 people. 97% of them were half my age. And I realized that they needed what I had. I had the ability to reach out to people. I've built a channel of 170,000 people, and I can help them. I can help them grow their channel. I can teach them what I've learned in my business life, and I can build a billion-dollar business. And that's what I'm going to set out to do, and that's the path I'm going to take you on. But before I can take you on that ride, you've got to get rid of of that unwanted roommate in your head. You've got to go back into the first 14, 15, 16 years of your life and determine why you are who you are. I can never remember the name. Find happiness by discovering who you are and why you are you. That's the path I want to put you on. That's the direction I want you to go. That's where I want to join hands with you and take you down the path I'm going. I am telling you, I'm going to build a billion-dollar business. Because while I was at that meeting, 
I came across a man who came at me like a bulldog. We'll call him Dion. Dion was of foreign descent. I was had been meeting with his uh, senior of marketing, and uh, he wanted me to le- meet his founder, his CEO. I, I walked up to Dion. Dion, as I said, came at me like a bull, bulldog. Who are you? What are you doing? Why should I spend any time with you? And I recognized Dion had some difficulties. So I told him my story, and I told him how I lost my daughter and how I found myself. And he made a statement to me. I think God sent you here. He said to me, I have three children. He, he was pro- he's probably about 43, 44 years old. He says, I have three children. I get along famously with my daughters. Wonderful relationship. But I have a 16-year-old boy that we're constantly arguing. We're constantly fighting. We're constantly at each other's throats. I said, when was the last time you told him you loved him? He said, I don't think I ever have. I said, I remember the exact day and place and and surroundings when my father told me for the first time that he loved me. And I told him I loved him too. That was the first time I exchanged those words with him. I said, Dion, I want you to do something for me when you get home and you meet your son again. I want you to tell him you love him. And then I want you to say these words to him, and I desperately need your love. He started to cry. I walked towards him, put my arms around him, and hugged him. He hugged me. He said, I'm so glad you came into my life. I said, yeah, I can help you. I can help you in a lot of ways. But before I can help you, You need to help yourself. I came home and I got a copy of my book and I put it in the mail to him. I wrote inside, all we need is love. Stole that from John Lennon. And then I signed my name. I will change Dion's life and I want to change your life. I want you first though to read this book. I know this sounds cheap of me, but I got to get it into your hands. It's a, it's a, available at uh, Amazon, print on demand. Once you read this book, I'm going to come back in about a week, and I'm going to tell you the next step that I'm going to take to become a billionaire. And I'm going to share with you how you can follow this journey. And we can take that number from 2,700 billionaires in the world to 5,700, and then 6,700, because we will understand our passion, what we're interested in, what we can be good at, what we can be the best at, just like Jason Creighton and Stan Vishninsky, the founders of Discord, probably no more than 25 years old. Why? Because they shared their knowledge, their experience, their passion with the rest of the world. And Microsoft showed up last year and told Stan and Jason that they'd give them $4 billion for their little business. You can do that too. 
I, I, I have faith in you, but you've got to get rid of that voice you just heard that said, no, I can't. I can't do that. I don't have any skills like that. I don't have any talent. I, I couldn't build a Discord. I'm building a YouTube channel. I'm going to turn it into a billion-dollar business. I'm going to explain to you how I'm going to do it. Who taught me how to do it? Those 2,000 people last week in Orlando, Florida at FinCon who are half my age. They connected the dots for me. I've gotten this far. I've built a million-dollar business, but they told me how I could turn it into a billion-dollar business. Who's going to pay me a billion dollars for it? I know Google will. Maybe Microsoft. I don't know. But it will happen. Trust me. I'll take it into step number two after you read the book. It's in the description. 